want to get married. And, um, but to find those people who do want to get married when you want to get married, it does require more work on your behalf. You've got to be really clear on your profile. You have to screen more. Um, and just, it does require more work as a single mom. And the fact that, you know, I had down my, you know, my kids were young, so they went to bed early and, you know, I was, I was alone and, you know, I just would, I had that time that mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have, I didn't feel pressure at all either. Like I'd already been married and it had already failed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel this pressure to get remarried anytime soon. So if it was going to take longer to get to know someone or find someone, I was fine with that. You know, that's, that's a great transition to the next question. So, you know, this is your second go around. So what, makes it what makes a marriage successful and what makes what makes marriage unsuccessful like what you know what factors have you noticed and have you uh learned from i mean the main thing the main thing really is what i mentioned earlier are both people both willing and able um and that and able piece is really important to work on our relationships because it's you know, it's too, my ex-husband was willing every single day to do some work, mm-hmm. but did he actually do it? You know, yeah. did he actually do it? No. And that's where that able piece comes in. It's like, are you, are you both willing and you follow it up with action to participate in creating a healthier relationship? Both of those things have to be involved and both of those people have to be involved in the same way. Um, and then obviously, too, like open and honest communication, mutual respect. Uh, one thing that my husband and I have is a lot of a lot of mutual respect, which I think is so important. And mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, it it matters more than the fact that we love each other because, you know, he, you know, I, <laughs> I was delivering something to a friend today and I tripped and I hurt myself and uh, he offered to deliver the rest of those just so I wasn't, you know, just cause I was hurting, yeah. you know, like having someone who steps in and, and steps up like that just as shows that respect. He never talks bad about me to other people. Even if we happen to be in a fight, it doesn't make fun of me or, um, we don't name call. Like mm-hmm. those are all things that just show a level of respect and care that, really helps us get through some tough times um, that we, that we have that foundation. Yeah. We love each other, but res- the respect piece is, is so important in just making sure that we care and mutually uh, benefit one another. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you get through those rough patches? I mean, how do you, I mean, say there's a disagreement. Um, he thinks one thing you think another, how do you go about um, solving that problem? Well, it depends on the problem. You know, not every problem is solvable. Um, you know, I think a lot of it comes from, you know, if we respect each other, then that means we follow certain guidelines. So that mm-hmm. means we don't raise our voices at each other. We don't call each other names. You know, we take time out and come back and talk to, talk about it later. Um, but it is also important that you're still addressing things and trying to come up with some kind of a plan. Like right now we're disagreeing. We, um, he has some debt that he brought into our marriage that I knew about before we got married. Yeah. Um, that we, we now have the ability to pay. So we're kind of talking about and discussing, well, do we pay it now or do we wait? You mm-hmm. know, like 
I'm very much in the place of the coronavirus is happening and the world is changing. Maybe we should wait. And he is, I would love to get, we have the money. Why don't we go ahead and, you know, take care of it. So we don't have to worry about the debt anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we like, you know, we might do a pros and cons list. We might do things like that, but we keep, we don't let things just keep being removed from the table. We keep putting it back on the table. We keep talking about it and we keep addressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that we'll both love whatever we decide, but whatever we decide will be a de- decision that we come to together. And that will be what's most important is that we're coming to it together. That's that makes, that makes a whole lot of sense. So, you know, cause I, I've heard a lot of, um, you know, I've heard a lot of marriage, you know, pe- people getting married and, you know, someone, in, someone in my church, they recently just got engaged. And so, you know, they're doing that. And, you know, one of the things that I look at is I see a lot of couples, um, young, old, um, whatever, but I find that, and again, I'm not married and I've never been married, but I look and I look and see, and sometimes I'll hear that, oh, we just really love each other. And I'm like, well, that's just not enough. I mean, cause you're going to have good days and bad days. Cause love, you know, love doesn't pay the bills. Love doesn't, you know, it's not going to pay the mortgage and, you know, all those other things. And so when I hear that, I'm like, that just seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, like love is great. Love is the fairy tale. Love is why I got married the first time. Um, but the problem is that when I got married the first time is that I really wasn't checking if we had the same values, if we had the same goals, if, you know, if he was going to mutual, if he was going to support me, um, if I chose, you know, an outrageous career change or if we went through tough times and when we did go through tough times, we couldn't handle it well. Yeah. Um, we didn't have, we just didn't have the, the tools or the skills to get there. Um, and my husband has divorced previously too. And, you know, he had a, he had a similar failed first marriage. And so we both are having to, you know, correct mistakes. And the way we've done that is really focus on, you know, openly and honestly communicating about things that aren't comfortable. You Mm -hmm. have to get comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations and then just making sure that respect piece stays, stays intact. Mm -hmm. All right. That, that's a, that's a fantastic answer, I believe. So next question, um, people have different definitions of cheating. And in your opinion, what is quote unquote cheating and why do you think people do it? So I've read a lot about cheating. Um, so I, and some people have argued with me, obviously there's the sexual cheating. So if you, you go and have a one night stand or a long-term sexual affair with someone else, that's mm-hmm. cheating. Um, Cause you're, whatever is the importance is, saying that this is about a relationship that has promises or commitments in place. Cause there can even be cheating in a polyamorous relationship. If per se, part of your relationship is that you communicate before you do it or, um, certain boundaries or rules are in place. Um, so if you have, if you have a rule in place of, you know, Hey, we only have sex with one another and yet you go and have sex with someone else that is cheating. Um, another one that's a little bit more insidious is emotional cheating. And that is when 
you go to someone else that is outside your committed relationship or your polyamorous relationship, if, if this violates those guidelines too, and you go and tell them your intimate secrets about your partner. So mm-hmm. let's say, let's say I was having a rough day at work. And instead of calling my husband, I went and called a guy friend Yeah, and told my guy friend about my rough day. Mm-hmm. Um, that means I am not relying on or leaning on my husband to help me through these emotionally tough times. So then I begin to, you know, rely more and more on having that guy friend know these things about my life. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of theories about why cheating happens or why people cheat. You know, Dr. Shirley Glass talks about the idea of windows and walls that you're supposed to, um, or windows and doors. So you're supposed to have a window between you and your partner that's always open. Mm-hmm. So y'all can have open and honest conversation. And you're always supposed to have a door between you and other people. And the idea is that your boundaries between you and other people need to be firmer um, than between you and your partner. Mm-hmm. So, but what often happens is that you might close the window and then open a window with someone else. Um, or you might build a, build a wall or a door with your partner and yeah. build a window with someone else. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they might cheat because there's something lacking within the relationship. So maybe they're not, maybe there's not emotional or sexual intimacy or, uh, some deprivation in some others, but there's also, you know, someone might cheat just because there's something lacking within themselves. So, mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're, um, maybe they got married young and didn't, you know, sow their wild.